0: The Fallout Boy was a low blow, and I'm gonna get you back for that. I'm gonna get you back, and you're not gonna like it. I'm not going
1: And welcome to another Dead Pixel. We're the safe place of podcasts for all your gaming, entertainment, and tech needs. Like your best friend, we won't judge you, but we will uh, tease you for liking Fallout Boy. Speaking of safe places, with me today is my co-host, executive producer of Steam Sensation, Sex with Hitler, the one and only Nick. How are you doing today, Nick? <laughs> There's so
0: much to unpack there. What the... <laughs> We're what we're safe. We're the safe place. We're like a safe zone for your gaming podcast needs. The Fallout Boy was a low blow, and I'm gonna get you back for that. I'm gonna get you back, and you're not gonna like it. And, hey,
1: that, sometimes genius just comes to you. Okay.
0: What was the other thing? That sexy Hitler thing. What?
1: Sex with Hitler. Sex it's, with. It's on Steam. Uh...
0: That's horrible, dude. <laughs> I did. Oh, I did hear about this. I don't know where I heard about it. That's horrifying. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm doing okay. Um, uh-huh. we're going to move right along uh-huh. into whatever I have to say, which is that I'm, I know I've been talking to you about my, my move, I'm try, trying to move apartments and I finally got a lease and a good price on a place. So there should be some changes to the background um, in the near future, probably in about a month or more. Oh,
1: congrats. Yeah. That's, that's always nice knowing you have a place to live.
0: Uh, thank you. I'm only, only going to be homeless for one day. So okay. that's preferable, but, uh, gonna, I'm going to rough it at my friend's house for a night. And, uh, then I will have a new shiny apartment.
1: All right. Well, I mean, all joking aside, uh, which overlord would you sleep with? Uh- <laughs> No. All right. Uh, now that I completely caught you off that's, guard again. That's, that's great.
0: A, that's, that's an anime question. I think, I think that's going to be for, for a different time.
1: <laughs> well, then there's only the one overlord and that's Einzel gold. But yeah, uh, there's an anime called overlord, uh, okay. which has a game on uh switch and it's a pit cross game of all things. Completely weird. What is a pit cross uh, yeah. game
0: ex- exactly? Without going too far uh, pick, into
1: it. Uh, real quick, uh, the, 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 if you, it's like something. So I would say it's like uh, Sudoku in a weird sense. Uh, okay. It's a number-based grid ba- thing. Uh, you you click on the things uh, to reveal an image, essentially. And it's all based on numbers. So you're trying oh, to do okay. uh, like a Sudoku kind of puzzle. Okay. It's the most closest and generic thing. Um, I think, is it Namco? Uh, has a uh, pick cross game on, uh, at least Android. And it's actually really good. Um, and it's, it has decent, it has decent music in it. You get stuff like, uh, some of the old, uh, properties. It may not be Namco. Now that I think about it well, whoever does Gradius. Um, okay, but yeah. Okay. So, um, there's also a Nintendo Mario pick cross or something like that, which has been always a fan favorite. So, but, uh, today, uh, the day of this recording is uh, Friday, February 25th and the day that comes up it'd be saturday the 26th uh this is episode 12 so off to uh, an interesting start uh i just got power back in my house so oh yay.
0: yeah we were like we were like five seconds from hitting record and then you just go away and i'm like well that sucks uh and it uh then we started texting and yeah your power had gone out
1: yeah, they've been doing some maintenance, I guess, around these parts. Uh, and we just recently had a major snowstorm, uh, or at least a winter advisory. So uh, we only got a couple inches of snow, which wasn't so bad, but the ice and so forth on the road. So, yeah, we get power outages here a little more frequently than I would like. Uh, we, so, yay, it, electric company.
0: Yeah, we even got a little bit of that down here in Texas yesterday morning. It was like around 30, like thirty, thirty-one 31 degrees and it was pretty dry, so like i I went ahead and went in, but some of the bridges were were kind of i guess too cold people weren't weren't really paying attention, and some people spun out um a ways like I didn't see it or anything, but I ran into the traffic where people had hit the side of the of the wall and yeah you know, people were I was like you gotta drive you gotta drive carefully on these bridges, guys.
1: Uh, People lose their minds when it comes to bad weather. Um, I think it was an old uh, it was an old post I saw uh, years ago, and it was like an anchor man in like Atlanta or something like that. And he's just like, you gotta drive like your grandma, like like, drive like you're going to church, and your grandma's in the back seat in her Sunday finest with a bowl of chili on her lap. You know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate for how you should drive.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, But no, the. Yeah, you know, over here we got pretty much things handled, but it's just yeah, the power outage uh, was not. No, it, it just sucked. But now I got things hopefully working back up, and
0: yeah, hopefully uh, you yeah. will not go out again. Right now, <laughs> that would suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll have a wardrobe change be- uh, just out of nowhere. Uh, so <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, well, it's tomorrow now. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, well, other than your, uh, you know, you about to be uh, moving houses in the near future. Uh, anything else new and interesting with you?
0: No, not particularly. Um, no, everything that I that's interesting <laughs> with me, I will talk about it in another section. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, like my dad will say, my dad just bought a crane. A, um, it's a camera crane. Okay. So, you know, it's like an 18 foot uh, thing and you have to have like, it has to have like a hundred pound counterweight or something on it. And he set it up. He was taking pictures of it. Um, he's He set it up and he's going to break it down tomorrow um, because his, his wife's coming back home on Sunday uh, and it's in the middle of the living room right now. So I'm going to go over there tomorrow and uh, try to learn how to use it a little bit. And I don't know, like, I don't, I can't foresee needing to use it ever but it'll be cool to know how and to borrow it from him if i ever need to
1: i'm sorry you said it was an 18 foot crane
0: it is 18 feet long and that's not even as long as the one he wanted he wanted the 21 foot crane but but it's like a couple hundred dollars 400 dollars more expensive so he was like i when am i really going to need three more feet you know um, he's, he's a madman when it comes to this video stuff.
1: I was to say, what do you use that for? Is he just trying to get high angles because they make drones now?
0: Well, that's the thing is like, so a drone, I don't know if you've ever actually used a drone, but a drone is incredibly annoying because it's, it's just this like horrible sound. So you can get a drone shot over like over a landscape and you just cut the sound out Because, I mean, I think it will record sound, but some of them I don't think do because it's like, what's the point? But you can get like a drone shot over a landscape and it's good. But drones actually, the batteries don't last very long at all. They only last like 30 minutes. Um, And what he wants to do is make a, like a, he wants to make a show where he films musicians and a crane would be really great for like a high angle shot and then sweeping down. It's just like, it's, it's a really good piece of equipment to have, but you know, he's
1: going for full production value. Okay. Roger that. Not just a hobbyist, like, you know, all right, that makes a huge difference.
0: He is like the upper echelon of hobbyist. He has, (sighs) he has stuff where he probably could start his own studio um, and do, a lot of crazy stuff. I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. He, he likes to buy stuff and I just, i was like, like cool, but like do something with it. And he does, he does some stuff with it, but we, he is overkill, overkill a ton.
1: Just a little bit, right? Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, pretty much same old, same old here. Uh, other than, you know, power outages. Uh, yeah, we got, you know, uh, I don't know. I kind of have been on this weird kick lately of going when it comes to eating now. I'm adding sriracha to my shit again, but I haven't done it in years because I had gotten really into it when I was like back in like 2010. And I had it over like all my meals and I kind of burnt out on it. Essentially is what happened because, you know, by the time we made it to Japan, we were like, yeah, uh, you couldn't get it there. And that just made you want like the things that just made you want it more because like I can't get it. Uh, and you can only buy these little tiny bottles for like seven bucks a bottle, um, you know, at certain stores. And then I found like you can order. I was able to order it from California and mm. it was like ten dollars a bottle. And they just send these giant, the, the normal size, you know, the big boys. Uh, so they went ahead and like I remember ordering that one time. And it was just like, yeah, it's as it's coming over. I'm like, cool. It should it should arrive, and then you get this package. I'm like, all right, got this package. I'm like, oh, it said, yeah, this is the sriracha. I'm look, I look down. Wait, it says item content: sriracha slippers. Wait, and I quick look up my Amazon order. Did I buy the wrong <laughs> shit? And then I open it up. No, no, it's real. It was it was the sauce. I guess for customs sake, they were just slippers. <laughs> so that was their way to dodge. Like I don't know you customs. Smuggled,
0: you smuggled sriracha into the country.
1: I didn't smuggle shit, man. It's whatever the California shipper was. So I'm like, all right. It's uh, it just really up. weird that you know they just completely let that pass. But all right, uh, yeah. Like, man, this is some heavy ass slippers. I um,
0: was wild. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, slippers. So yeah, but essentially,
1: like I've I burnt out on that stuff, and I just stopped. You know, I'll, You know, I just kind of stopped eating it for a long time, and I just recently kind of fell back into it again. So I'm like, yeah, this is really good. And except for and then, my kids like. You know, whatever I have, he's eating. Like I give him his portion of like eggs and toast or something. And he sees me, he's like, I want that. Cause you had like, I'm done with mine. Give me yours. I'm like, no child, this is not for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is, this is advanced food. This is, uh, I will, I, I will deal with
1: the crying child at a different time. I mean, I deal with him enough crying.
0: My, so. That reminds me, my dad, whenever speaking of my dad and hot sauce, uh, when I was a kid, you know, my dad would put like jalapenos on a plate. Um, and he would say, Hey, do you want a pickle? <laughs> <The> dick. <laughs> that, that, like I was old enough to know by the time he did that, I was old enough to know okay. that's not, that's not what that is, man. It's, it is, <sighs> but not the way you think. Um, so yeah, he's, he's a piece of shit when it comes to stuff like that. Um,
1: uh, my, my mom's, uh, um, she's like. I don't know, four, like 10, four, nine or something. I don't know. She's tiny. She comes up to my chin and she's just like, uh, she's like 90 pounds and she eats all the spiciness that would kill a normal human or an elephant. She yeah. just, she, I don't, I don't know how she does it. And I just remember as a child, like, uh, we were living in Arizona at the time. And I think my dad and, uh, some friends went up to Vegas, uh, they're at a bar there and there was a, like a jalapeno eating contest. And so my mom like, she's like, yeah, I'll participate. She sits down <laughs> and she just starts biting them. And she just, all she's doing is throwing the stems in the ashtray <laughs> and she just was going to town. She's like, no problem. And I forgot what they won, but like, I think they won like a meal or something like that. But you know, so they she, did pretty won? Good.
0: <laughs> she won yeah.
1: hands down. It was just because it was just, you know, it was a, just a local bar thing. Uh,
0: <laughs> and so I mean, funny. she's,
1: Oh dude, she makes kimchi. And I just remember being like, oh, just being really young and being like, mom, this kimchi is too spicy. And she's like, no, no, that's how we eat it. And I'm like, no, it's really spicy. No, no, that's how we eat it. And then her friends come over one time and be like, oh, this is too spicy. And they, I'm like, I told you, I told you it was too spicy. You know, it's like, you're, like, you're trying to kill me. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: man. That's so, so funny
1: for years my my spice tolerance was just jacked up through the roof all through high school so i was i was that you know the asshole kid would be like yeah i can down a whole bottle of a tabasco no problem because that's all it just all it is is vinegar you know and i was cocky as hell when it came to any of those spices and then like i hit 30 and my body's like fuck you you are going to pay the piper now oh, and i'm yeah. like oh man your stomach
0: just <laughs> like your your mouth might be able to take it but that doesn't mean your stomach can man like yeah. gosh that's yeah that's that's some wild shit.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. So that's Oh, that's my uh, my mom, she's she's hardcore that way. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that's uh,
0: that's nuts. I haven't heard of I haven't heard of very many moms who can do that.
1: Yeah. Well, uh like she's just that's just uh she has never had a um a problem with that. And then now, then, later on, it's like later on. She's like, "Yeah, maybe I have to stop now because it's bad." From like, I like, I might. A doctor said I might be getting an ulcer. I'm like, "Yeah, thank." Yeah. Um, you know, years of abuse will do that to you. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, outside of that, uh, no, I'm pretty much uh, going. You know, I've finally got around to finish up uh, Vox Machina. Oh,
0: awesome!
1: Uh, so yeah, that was uh, you know for, uh, for those who don't know. Uh, uh, Vox Machina is the critical role, um, you know, D&D campaign done by a ton of voice actors. And uh, they they crowdfunded uh, this. They made an animated uh, version of, I think it was season one of their campaign. Yeah. Now, now, the problem is I never saw season, or I tried watching season one, but uh, I had a hard time because I was listening to it, the podcast version. And I'm a very visual person when it comes to D&D, the, those kind of um, shows. So if I can't see them roll and I can't really see who, who's talking, it just it takes me out of it. It's really weird. So I couldn't really listen to the podcast and I didn't have enough time to really watch like all the, they have so many episodes. It's crazy. So I'm not really sure how uh, how related it is or how close to the story they, you know, they fit. But then every now and then I am watching this uh, show and I was just like, okay, they tried something and the character uh, has something backfire and do something really stupid. I'm like, did they roll like really low? You know, I'm I'm thinking to myself in my head, uh, but the show is the show is overall. It's pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, Like I voiced last time, uh, last episode, it was, there's a few moments where they just like to curse for cursing sake. And, um i think it fits the characters to a point but mainly because it's like high fantasy and i'm just so used to like things being curse omitted like uh, a lot of video games will t- take out like you know nathan drake will murder waves and waves of people but he won't really swear that much and so it's one of those things that just caught me off guard and every now and then i hear it i'm like it, it, it's almost that high school mentality of i'm gonna swear because that's gonna make it more impactful at this moment and then it's just like uh, I think it's just a me thing. I'm not really sure. So
0: yeah. So uh, I, j- just to jump in really quick, I, I did watch about half of an episode of of this, and um, I didn't really think it was bad. I just kind of had to go on with with something else that I was trying to watch, and uh, the cursing did put me off really quickly. I, I was like, it it just didn't fit right. It was uh, the show is is very cartoony because it's a cartoon, but it's even I don't know. Like some anime are less cartoony somehow, but the show is is very much a, a cartoon and it and the 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 cursing just it, it didn't fit right to me. It, it it wasn't like super funny the way like uh South Park would be and it wasn't serious enough to merit those words in that way and it just kind of put me off. I know how you feel.
1: See, I think because the art style is um, I'm not sure if it's uh, the same art team that did like uh, Legend of Korra or like Voltron uh, the, on the Netflix remake of Voltron. Uh, but because it's that art style and I can associate with those shows, it's really hard for me to you know, that's my, my brain kind of automatically goes to that's the art quality. So that's. This is the type of show it's going to be like PG 13, essentially. I mean, it's fine with the murder and stuff like that, but because hearing the, you know, hearing them swear, I'm like, it made me feel really old because I mean, you know, I used to swear a lot more when I was younger. Uh, but it was just one of those things I'm like, it just felt really off. And I mean, it's not like, uh, an adult swim, you know, like show or something like that, or, you know, you kind of expect it from there, uh, but because of the way it's done. And I'm like, I'm associating that art style with uh, more children's shows.
0: There's like this thing like you, like everybody needs an uncle that will come over to their house and take them like hunting or whatever and teach them how to curse because your mom can't do it. And your dad can't do it because they'll get in trouble with your mom. But you have an uncle who is like, I'm not any of those people, but I care about you and I need to teach you how to curse. And it's like, you can't say, you can't just say the F word all the time. You can't just say fuck, 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 fuck about everything. There's certain things that it fits with and certain things that it doesn't. And I feel like this show doesn't get those things. Like it needs an uncle to come do that for it.
1: Yeah. I think also just because there's, for comedic relief, you can swear like or you can use other you know you can inst- Nathan Drake would like oh crap 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 you know you know he would say that out loud and it makes it more humorous because he's you know it's it's the way it's pitched um yeah while you have it here if you were to start you know yeah it's just it's one of those things that yes the characters are a bunch of crass and like uh that's the, it fits their per- personalities of those people uh but it's just it's just really weird to watch so that was like the only real odd part for me um so yeah but um, other than that it was i thought the story was pretty good uh i was wondering I enjoyed what my you, time with it
0: i was wondering wondering what you thought of the animation quality
1: uh like i said it's it's just like voltron and okay. so i actually really like the, the quality um i personally think it's it's a very good uh for those who never seen any of the things i've been referencing it's the best way to explain it is like american anime yeah uh so it's 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 the current style that if you want uh it's a west it comp, you know you look at it and you're like that's totally western but it's like anime inspired um mm-hmm. and it's a very crisp uh digital art you know it's uh yeah i think it looks very well done uh the character designs and uh the world you know the in the background everything honestly it's solid um i enjoyed my time with it in the end uh they completely leave it open for a uh, season two, which they obviously have more multiple campaigns. Uh, so I'm kind of curious where it's going to go from there, but
0: I, mean, I kind of wonder uh, how much of it, how much of the campaign they actually covered in this, in, in this show. And
1: that's where I can't answer because I haven't, like I never went through the whole season of, I only went through a few, the first couple episodes yeah. of that uh, campaign. So uh, yeah, without, so I'm not going to bother spoiling it or anything like that, but they completely leave it wide open at the end. Mm-hmm. And I know later on they switch they completely switch characters uh in the you know in later campaigns um
0: Yeah like so. I, I imagine they probably they probably only covered a section of the campaign cuz the campaign's like 3 years long I mean it's like 200 episodes I think that's that's about how long the or maybe even more I think I know the second camp the second campaign was over 200 episodes I don't know how many but it was a lot and that's like 3 hours you know per sometimes more so Yeah, they
1: they essentially go through like three. They go through two mini arcs and one like bigger arc. Yeah, uh, is is how they how they pitched it uh, or how it ended. And uh, the you know the main chunk of that is uh, the 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 big portion was a decent story. Uh, Yeah, and like I said, it's just it's funny because I think I would get. I think if you went through the seasons, if you watched you know the show or the podcasts, and then you watched the uh, animated you might like there might be more correlation, but there's a, a, I I know there's an ongoing meme kind of joke where they have bad luck with doors. And so there's a bit where they're trying to pick a lock and he's just, he's constantly failing and he's having a hard time. And one of the guys then tries to climb the wall to go into the window. And then next thing you know, he, they, they fail at picking the lock and then he falls from the window. Uh, And he's just like, so I'm like, part of me is like, well, did they fail the lock picking? And did he actually fall from like, I can see that totally happening. I'm going to climb this wall and try to get in there. And I, I failed my dex check or my acrobatics or whatever it is. And, you know, I can totally see something like that happening. And then then translating that to the animated, uh,
0: that's almost it, cer- that
1: just might be wishful thinking on my part.
0: That's almost certainly what happened. I mean, I, I didn't watch the first <laughs> campaign either, but like, that's almost certainly what happened. Cause that's kind of a weird, that's kind of a weird way to write. That. I mean, you could, I could see that happening, but that's kind of the point of the making the show is to make it off of the campaign. I mean, that's the way it would be to me, but I don't know. Anyway, I, I might try to watch a little bit more of it. Um, there's, there's a lot to, to see and do, but, um, it, it did interest me just cause I do like critical role in general.
1: It was only 12 episodes. Uh, so it was an easy enough watch and, uh, yeah, that, that was, that's really all about it. I've been really watching. I've kind of been watching some loose anime here and there, but uh, it's still too early. Uh, like the, some of the new seasons came out, so it's still pretty early on the uh, episode. So I'm gonna wait. Uh, generally, you do do the whole generic uh, three episode critique. Yeah. And if it if it hooks you by episode three, you stay. But if not, then you bounce. So you know, maybe next time around, I'll I'll give some episode or give some names of things that I'm currently watching and maybe some stuff I bounced off from.
0: Okay, that sounds good.
1: All right. Um. And yeah, you you haven't really been watching anything too yeah, much. Yeah, I g- note.
0: I've been watching a couple different things. I'll just kind of mention what I've been watching. I've been watching. I watched a couple episodes of uh, talked about it earlier of me- uh, Megalobox, um, which you were displeased with me for watching that because I am not watching things in the proper order. Um, apparently there is um Joe, which is what I should watch first because Megalobox is about or is a is a there, a is there kind of a remake of that right
1: yes uh so yeah even if in, in the credits you'll notice it says like Ashton Joe company or like Tomorrow's Joe yeah so. i did
0: see that and i was like i kind of recognize that but i didn't i didn't connect that that was uh the thing i mean Ashano Joe is not something that i think about like on a daily basis <laughs> it is something i kind of knew existed but that's about it but so i watched about four episodes of that so i will stop immediately and maybe begin watching Ashano Joe maybe um, maybe. a lot of
1: episodes, it's like 79
0: <laughs> episodes, and it's made in 1970, which I like. I like old animation, uh, actually, I like old animation more than new animation, uh, in a lot of ways. But 1970 is pretty, pretty old, um, and it's kind of hard to watch in some ways, so we'll see how it goes. But the other one I've been watching, I've been kind of just watching this, just keeping an eye on it while I'm making dinner or whatever. I've been watching, um, Doro Hedoro? Have you watched that? Okay.
1: Um I'm trying to remember uh, I I haven't seen it and I, I'm trying to imagine the cover in my head. Is that the one with the like the main kid with the top knot?
0: It is very strange. The cover is very very strange. It is like I think there's different covers cuz they showed different ones on Netflix. But the cover that I'm thinking of it has a guy with a head that is shaped like a heart. Oh.
1: Okay, so yeah, the Gator Face. Okay, oh, Gator that Face one guy, was yeah. stupid, weird. Um, yeah, that was really, really weird.
0: So I think I'm like, uh, five or six episodes into that, I've just kind of been watching it. I don't really think it deserves my full attention. Um, it does not. <laughs> well, it's
1: it is different, and it was like one of those things that I'm watching. I'm like, do I hate this? I think I actively, hate... and I I watch it. I'm like, I. There's it's so different that it had me interested just because of the world building and the the just the art design, uh, you know it's like it that was I don't know what to compare it to it was just that different.
0: Yeah, th- there is some really interesting things about the art design, um, but when you start, so when you see a um, like a, like like you see a screenshot or you see the the cover, you're like, okay, this is going to be. This is setting some stuff up to be wild and weird. I don't know what's going on here, and then you get into it, and I won't really, I won't really explain how in case anybody hasn't seen it because I don't want to spoil certain things about it. But it, it is a little bit of a, it is a little bit of like a, I don't know, fool's gold or bait and switch kind of thing, where I'm like, this is not as weird as they, that I believe they promised we promised me. With the cover, like the cover and the screenshots, I was like, this is going to be like some messed up stuff. And what is What are these creatures? What is going on here? And then once you get into the show, it's like, oh, it's just this. Oh, oh, it's just that. And I was like, I'm a little disappointed. And so I kind of took my focus off of it. It's weird
1: because it's they throw you into a world and they don't explain anything, which I kind of like. And it just kind of lets you figure it out along the way. Uh, they don't have to break it down for you. Like, oh, you're new to this town, so let me explain everything to you. They don't do any of that. Uh, which I kind of gave it credit for, but as far as overall story goes, I I think it's just okay. Like, you're right, this is a background thing in my, most, of, you know, in my opinion. But it's funny enough you mentioned that because one of the ones I just watched only one episode of, which which is one called Um Sabi Kui, uh Bisco, and that one has a yeah I don't know what the English name is um but that one also has a weird like know, it's semi dystopian landscape because it's kind of weird it's um but that that also has a weird part of a bunch of mushrooms play a part in it which um I don't know if you um uh, Doro Doro if you got to the mushroom part but I just um, I've
0: just seen some mushrooms uh, but I don't okay. really remember what the context was but.
1: Yeah. So episode one of this other one, like I'm like, oh, that instantly brought back that memories. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of what I associated it with right off the bat. I'm like this weird, um, you know, dystopian kind of downtrodden land, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and that's and then also there's all these mushrooms. I'm like, man, Japanese and they're mushrooms. Uh, they're
0: mushrooms. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah. Oh, I've like I said the the one I just mentioned, uh, the Bisco, I. I don't know if it's good yet. Um, it, the I kind of like the character design, at least in the posters, you know, the thumbnails, but I'm not 100% sold on it. But I've only watched episode one, so okay. I, I'll, I might touch back in on that one later.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to finish these. I've just kind of been watching them in the background, so I might switch over to something better. Um, for next time.
1: Though so Dorohedoro had some really trippy ending trailers. Uh,
0: yeah, it, it does. I, I
1: kind of like, like, like the ending, like the different ending credit, uh, cut you know credit scenes better than uh, that was like the best takeaway, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's it's good. It's just, I, I, it's 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 good in some ways, but it feels like somebody wanted to make something really strange and interesting, and they got. And they got over overwritten, um, or they got overruled by a executive. They were like, "Okay, we can make it weird, but we actually have to make it really normal in the in the actual the meat of the story." And I was like, "Yeah." yeah.
1: Or push up your glasses and like, well, actually, if you read the manga and yeah, you know, whatever. If this
0: has a manga, I would be interested. I think it'd probably be pretty interesting as a manga. I, I I'm I don't know if it does. No idea.
1: So, yeah. All right. Uh, well, all right, move it on. Uh, what have you been playing, sir?
0: So I teased you before the episode started about, uh, playing a board game. This is pretty famous board game, I guess. Um, have you ever played a board game called Scythe?
1: Yeah. Um, I have not actually got a chance to play it. I've seen it played, but I've never played it.
0: Do you understand the rules and stuff? Yes. Okay. It is uh pretty cool. I have a buddy over here who got it for his birthday and um, he took the time to paint all of the minis that are that are included with it. And he, he did a pretty nice. good job too. Um, and then he invited uh, me and some other people over to play it. and it took a, it took a while to learn. I mean, not, not a while, probably like about an hour to learn. because um, it's sort of daunting when you get it all out on the board and you got all these things, but once you go like once you go through a couple of rounds, you're like, oh, okay, now it makes it makes sense. It's really not too complicated, but basically how to describe it. It's, it is, I don't, I don't really know. It's an oversimplification, but to say that it's like a really advanced version of, of Monopoly. It's, it's not really circular like that. It's more grid based. It's probably maybe, uh, settlers of Catan would be a better, thing to liken it to though it is more complicated than that um but anyway it's it's really cool um and we had a, like a lot of fun playing it uh and i don't know like oh and then oh then i went and played it again with him we, we played it on saturday and then i went and played it again with him um on monday because we were like man this game is really fun um and yeah, it's uh, but then I I lost both games. I came in second on the first game. I came in dead last on the second game, and I was like, okay, so I'm doing something wrong. So I went home, and I didn't spend too much time, but I did look up a few strategies, at least some stuff where it's like, okay, most of the winning games, you will have this, this, and this. And I was like, okay, at least I know that, and I can go into the next game and at least know I've got to keep those things in front of me you know um but it's a really cool looking game and uh, he even bought an expansion for it that we haven't had a chance t- to try yet but uh it's been around for a while the art on it is really cool it's a cool game
1: the art is actually all right so yeah that's one of the things i was going to comment on so the art uh is essentially um very reminiscent of uh simon uh i think it's Stellan hog um he, i believe he's a swedish artist uh does a lot of things where it's like um like a uh, machinery in the fields and stuff, or just like it's in the background of everyday life. Um, You're talking they, about it's, like,
0: it, it's like a, it's like a futuristic mech society that is uh, juxtaposed with a farm farm like with like farmers and stuff. So
1: you'll see like a giant, uh, a giant robot steam, like a steam powered uh, robot uh, or something like with chimneys, like on it and like diesel power or something, but then it'll be dead in a field. And then there'll be uh, literally farmers around it, like uh, scything a wheat or something. Uh, Or they'll, you'll just see like a a car driving by like this giant, whatever, some sort of machine. uh, And you have no idea of no context of any of that. So uh once again let's uh Simon uh Stalinhag, he uh, he ended up they made a Amazon Prime did a TV show based off his artwork. Yeah,
0: The um, Tales from the Loop.
1: Yeah, I never actually got around to watching it. Um but I've always liked that art.
0: I watched the first episode of that and I talked I was talking to another friend of mine about it. Um and he and I had the exact same reaction separately. We both watched that first episode thought it was good but thought it was way too slow and we both bounced off <laughs> and that's so I, I don't know how the rest of the show goes but it's like okay this is good but you don't need to take an hour to tell this you need like 30 minutes but yeah the art uh for it is based off of that i forget who the artist is but it's it's um i know that my buddy was saying that it came the art came before the game so um Anyway, it's, yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's yeah, once again, it's not him, but it's very reminiscent. Um, and I think that was one of the, uh, it might be this game, it might be, oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, there, There's also a PC game that does something similar, uh, has that similar kind of art style. Uh, and that was, I, I almost got the board game confused, but I'm pretty sure that PC game was like, Oh, we didn't realize that this art, like there was such, you know, this was our own thing. And I'm like, no, that's bullshit. Uh, there's no way you did not know this art existed. Oops. Um, <laughs> yeah. We didn't mean that. we like, we just, it just happens that we both created something similar. I'm like, there's a, ch- there's that chance, but probably not. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> um, And then uh, besides that, just really quick, uh, the past couple of days, I have been getting up uh, slightly earlier using about you know the 10 or 20 minutes I have I have in the morning before I have to leave for work I've been using that time to paint on some miniatures um, that I've had for a while so uh, eventually if I ever get those fully painted uh, and they're not horrible I might uh, share them on the podcast so uh, look out for that <laughs>
1: uh, what kind of miniatures so
0: this one th- this one that I'm working on right now um, it's a it's like a 75 millimeter, so it's pretty big. It's probably like, if you leave, use my face right from like my mouth to my eyes, it's probably about that big. Um, and it's uh, from a from a company called Cobra Mode. Um, they're the designers, and then I bought it off from a guy off of Etsy. And uh, it is this – it's like an – it's an axolotl dragon. So it's like if, if, it's an, if an axolotl was a dragon, it's like that. It's really cool looking – um, it is called uh, Nori Naga is the name of the of the of the miniature. And it's from cover mode. And I've bought a couple of their cover mode um, minis because they're really they're really cool looking. They're just they're very strange. They're very um, they're very of a of a place. Like you look at their minis and you're like, dang, this is like I can feel the world that these creatures are in. Whereas a lot of times you get a mini, and it's like, well, it's like a generic rogue or a generic knight, not really. You know, I, I get it, but it's not, it's not really doing much for my imagination. But these these are really very well detailed and imagined.
1: Okay, that's cool. Um, oh, real quick, because uh, when you mentioned scythe, uh, a good video that kind of explains the game. If you're just, if you're interested in maybe dabbling or just want to know more about it, uh, I recommend um, sit down and shut up. Uh, Or I'm sorry, shut up and sit down. Uh, They did Scythe and they do a lot of board games. They'll do a quick overlay, explain the rules to it and just kind of what to expect or how to experience. Um, It's I generally will tell people if, you know, like, hey, we're going to play this new board game. Here's a little homework beforehand, because that'll save me a little time. I'll re-explain the rules to you, but then you'll kind of get see this, and you'll kind of have a base understanding. So then, when I re-explain it to you, you'll at least it won't take it for fucking ever. Yeah, that's I, the hardest part of any board game is the r- initial rules breakdown.
0: Yeah, my buddy, you know, after we kind of started learning the rules, and I was over there, he was like, "There's a there's a video on it on on YouTube. There's a couple of different videos. Here's like a three minute one." And I was like, "You should have sent this to me before. Like, you should have sent this to me like yesterday, <laughs> and I would have." Because yeah. there's like a better one that's like thirty minutes long. It might be the same one you're talking about.
1: Yeah, that they, they're they're usually about thirty minutes long. Uh, so it's like I recommend, like I said, I totally recommend giving them a watch if you're interested in any, just almost any board game. Um, they do a lot; they cover a lot of them. So even when like I don't know, Target or like any like Amazon has board games on sale, I'll quick be like, "Hey, is this one worth my time picking up?" And I'll quick do and like check them out and like, all right, yeah, I'll pick that one up or I'll, I'll pass.
0: Yeah. This one is the first time in a long time where I've played a board game. I mean, I don't really play that many, uh, really, but it's first time in a long time I've played a board game and gone like, I kind of really want to buy this. So I, it's like $70 right now, maybe a little cheaper on Amazon, uh, for the full, you know, natural set. Um, I'm probably not going to buy it right now, but my, but he's probably gonna move away, so I'll probably buy it after after he leaves and try to start playing uh that and more stuff like it because it's fun.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right. Um anything else on your your channel? You know, have you um any new updates on your challenge that I gave to you a month ago?
0: Yes, I've been playing Sleeping Dogs. I have played it just under eleven hours. Um I uh to tell you where I'm at in the story, I um just did a race, which you do pretty often, but I just did a race where I had uh, the two girls in the car with me. Okay. The I think she's like a movie star or something. Um, but anyway, I've been playing through that. This game is really cool. Um, I am genuinely surprised how well the game has held up. Um,
1: Dude, it holds up real well, actually.
0: <laughs> it's very good. It is very, it is, you know, I, what was this game come out in 2012?
1: 2014. Ooh, uh, I can't remember now. Sounds about right though.
0: But this game is really well done. It um like like one of the first things I noticed about it was that the driving is pretty hard, but I got pretty good at it. Um and it's definitely pretty satisfying to drive around. Uh it's uh the, the cars are are really good, but man like it is it's just a well designed game um the fighting system instead of being so heavy on uh guns and stuff okay i I guess I should, we should go back a little bit because sleeping dogs sleeping dogs is a game where and I can't remember if we talked about this in the last podcast, but it is a game where you are a you are essentially an undercover uh cop from the United States who's come to Hong Kong because you grew up there and or part partly grew up there and then you go undercover into the triad infiltrate your way and you uh try to work your way up uh and then hijinks ensue and you uh and things get more complicated um and it's basically in the style of of a grand theft auto um but it's- yeah
1: it was originally a true lies game actually or not true lies i'm sorry um uh true is it true crime not true oh crap now I forgot it's the um, it was because it's um, they made an LA uh, they made two different uh, LA and New York LA Noir? no uh, I'll look it up Uh, but it's uh, it was originally it was originally the there's a franchise that was running parallel with GTA that wasn't Saints Row that was uh, (laughs) essentially a a popular clone and this was this was originally one of those games and then they ended up uh, like kind of I think square bought it or got the rights to it or something, or the studio closed and then they got it and then they spun it off to make their own thing essentially is what they did.
0: Okay. Um, well, I mean like yeah. it's, it's really well done. Um, the, the voice acting and stuff is, is good. Some of the storylines are sort of eye rolly. They're cut. They're kind of silly, but even when they're sort of silly and like whatever, they're so quick um, and they just kind of give you the, the short, the short gist of it that you don't really mind it too much. That's one thing that they do a really good job of is they never let you get bored. You might see a story thing for about like two, three minutes and then they put you right in whatever mission they're going for racing or whatever.
1: It was true crime. Uh, yeah. So it was true crime, uh, New York city and true crime uh, streets of LA. So this was supposed to be the third uh, game in that installment. Um, so it, I think the, uh, according to, the internet, it was originally sleeping dogs came out, uh, 2012, uh, August, it looks like. Uh, but, by when it got to steam steam's release date was 2014.
0: Okay, yeah, I thought it was somewhere around there. Um, yeah, this game, I don't really know how good it would be if it was a true crime, if it was like set in Chicago or some other city, because the Hong Kong part of it is really, it's really unique. It, 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 I mean, you and I have both been to Hong Kong, right?
1: Yeah, uh, I did not get to spend. I only spent a little bit of time there, so I did not get to do anything. It was a layover essentially, so just an extended, you know, one day. That you know, that's it. So didn't get to actually have fun, which so, sucked.
0: So I, I mean, I didn't really get to have much fun there either. Um, I was there for a few days while I was waiting for my visa to um, to, to to clear to try to get back into China. Um, and you know i got to drive around a little bit and and ride around and this game it's americanized but it does feel like hong kong in a lot of ways and you're driving on the other side of the road and it's just like it's such a bitch to try to get used to that um but fortunately it's it just makes for more mayhem and fun um it's it's uh it's just it's just really well done um as far as like yeah i'm a huge, I'm a huge fan
1: of the action in that game uh the the hand-to-hand combat the environmental stuff uh, the weapons you can pick up um and that i thought they did that really well it, it it the combat for uh the melee combat does the uh, batman arkham series style reactive you know um uh, you know counters and such so for you know but it does all you know, essentially uh, Chinese Hong Kong action fight scenes. Uh, So you're using those kind of fighting techniques and there's, it's really satisfying, you know, like throwing a guy against, um, you know, a uh, shop and then grabbing the the gate and just dropping it on him. Yeah. Or
0: the special finishers
1: (laughs) taking them, taking them to uh, the AC unit. Oh dude. Early
0: on in this game, it was so weird because it was making me go around town to kind of make me familiar with it. And I had to go take a picture from three different places or something of the sunset. And I went up to this one spot and I was trying to take a picture and I pulled over and stuff. And this guy started walking in front of me and he was, and my guy was like, Hey, get out of the way. And this guy, he started standing like, like he started doing like something like this. And he's facing away. He's like, I just like to stand here like this. And then it tells you to go beat the guy up and then you go and you just like beat the shit out of him and push him on the ground. And then you go back and take the picture. And it's the most like, what the fu- what the fuck? <laughs> like <laughs> moment. Uh, and I was just like, okay, this is, I was like this, so this game was going to be pretty funny. And I think that was like the, the only time where I was actively like, okay, this is really funny, but it's still, still really weird in places
1: uh that this game also does some neat things that uh up until just recently um Cyberpunk didn't get right and that's crowd density. Uh they actually uh they have a crowd slider so you can actually uh bump up the amount of people you see on the streets.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I just see a, I just see a fair amount, but I mean I have I have a I don't know. Like it run the game runs really well, but I mean I my card is from you know what 20 2015
1: 2014. I mean, I played I played this game uh, back when Well, I still have the same, you know, we built computers around the same time. So I still have that nine nine seventy. And I remember being able to crank it up a a bit and it was just it was it made a huge difference. But it also made it that much harder to chase people. Uh, But it made it feel more lived in. And I just remember when uh, when they uh, brought out Cyberpunk to consoles, uh, they had to take out so many people. The streets were really sparse. And stuff like that. And the you saw a lot of cloning of just what few people you saw in that. Uh, and granted, this you'll have cloning of people as well, but it just, the density was really nice. And it was it was really cool to see that many people in a game because, you know, Grand Theft Auto, uh, it only had so many. And so, yeah, you crank that thing up and you're like, yeah, I, f- I can believe that I'm in uh, Hong Kong now. Uh, but yeah, I put in a lot of time into this game. Uh, according to Steam, I put uh, 56 hours, 56 and a half. Whoa. Uh, and that's only on this because I also played it and beat it on the PlayStation Three. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah, they were saying that the the it takes about fourteen hours to beat the storyline. Um, so I don't know if I'll go back and try to get through all of it. Uh, but it's it's definitely a a really fun game to play. I'm really glad that you suggested it to me.
1: Yeah, it's as um, you know, like I said, it's, it's one of my one of my favorites. Uh, one of the few like ones I'll go back to from time to time to replay it. So yeah, that that time count is probably me beating it like two or three times, uh, but also hundred I've hundred percented that game, and I kind of have my own way to like min max. So yeah, yeah. It, I,
0: I, one thing I like about it that I haven't explored too much is the face score. Like you have you know your cop you you have cop missions, you have triad missions, and then uh, one of the others is. You have face missions, so you do something cool around town, and uh, people think that you are you are cooler, which is, I guess, a concept I should explain. So, in um, I think it's I think I can explain it's your notoriety
1: face face. It's an being, Asian. Um, it's
0: it's like a it's like a
1: your honor or
0: yeah, it's like a Chinese or at least Hong Kongese uh, way of saying how your how popular and respected you are yeah and so you get like you have like face level one i think i'm on face level three right now uh and then you can there's certain things that you can't do unless you have a higher face but it usually pertains to like certain outfits or clothes like there's a there's a there's a famously there's a bruce lee outfit um in this game and it won't let you wear it or buy it until you have like max face level, which I guess is face level eight. Um, um, so
1: I was trying to remember now it's, I think one of the ways to boost face is, uh, so you, you, you get buffs in this game by eating and drinking things. And one of the all time lines that I will always have with me to the day I die was, um, you're not a real man until you have a pork bun, you know, like, you know, <laughs> Oh yeah, I've heard that <laughs> those, that pork bun dude is awesome. And it's funny as hell. Um, <laughs> It's Like you, you look like you need a pork bun. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like come here and have a pork bun in your. Ha-. You know, it's like it's just it's so stupid, but it's hilarious. So you're you're actually pretty. You're better off. Um, you can drink tea. Uh, you can uh, you can go ahead and eat food stalls, and then you can go to uh, a brothel. And I can't remember if the brothel gives you more face. Like it'll give you more, bo- uh, a higher like percentage boosts. So every time you get it, you get like an extra ten percent or something like that. Or if it was the tea. Um, but then like one's a health boost and one's a uh, like a defensive boost. I know so,
0: if I know if you get um, a drink out of the drink machines, that will boost your. Uh, it'll boost your attack power for a good long okay. time too. You can go probably like two or three missions, depending on how long the mission is, uh, with a boosted attack power. So it's pretty nice. Yeah. So
1: from your from your apartment, I always hit the alley, hit straight north. You hit that brothel every time. Um, <laughs> okay. It's it's. it's <laughs> uh was it uh Wei Wei Chen I sorry his name I believe yeah so Wei needs to get laid okay so like I am pretty sure it helps boost your uh face and so that's why I did that all the time because I'm like yeah he, he get keep those buffs on you and they actually really help
0: um, um so there's another thing after I got the sports car in my garage whenever I go and get, he says a couple different things but one of the things he says the guy that gets the car for you uh he uh and you start to drive away he says I wish I had your life just for one day because <laughs> you're like this driving away, this gangster, these muscles, this awesome sports car. It's, it's pretty uh, funny.
1: Yeah. And then uh, the – like there's, there's certain things in the world. Like uh, there's a constant conversation outside your apartment. So every time you go back to your apartment, you'll hear this argument between this mother and daughter uh, and how the, how the daughter is dating this uh, this thug. And it's just as – as the game progresses – their dialogue just continues every time. So it's one of those fun things I always came back to stood there and just listened to this conversation progress because yeah, uh, yeah it's just, it's pretty neat. Um, they have a bunch of small things like that in town. Uh, and then there's, you know, you got your normal side missions, uh, you know, you help, help a random stranger, uh, you know, the normal GTA affair that you're used to. Uh, and you also have, yeah, you can do, when you're doing certain missions, or when you're on a normal story mission, if you uh, you'll get your criminal and like your cop ranking will go higher as well. Uh, the police ranking one is pretty easy, though. I found out real. The only real knock against it is I found that when you're driving, if you end up like hitting uh, some cars or if you hit the railing, uh, it'll start docking uh, your cop rating. Like it'll give you a lower rating. I'm like, and I I always found that to be um, kind of silly or stupid. Uh, but you, when I beat the game originally, it was before the DLC came out and you don't actually have enough missions to completely max out those ranks, but then they kind of came out with an update where you can repeat, uh, like a cop chasing. So you're just essentially, you're playing a SWAT cop, uh, you're in a normal, like a, like a charger or something like that, a, a fast car. And you just gun down the enemy and you ram them off the road and you just can repeat that 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 kind of mission to get more cop points and then there's something else for the criminals but i instantly equipped whatever would help me with face and whatever would equip me with like the crime of boosts Mm. Uh, and that's that it usually helped out in the end because it was harder to get more criminal points or whatever the red meter so okay uh yeah I hope you do finish the game, uh, continue. But if you do want to, uh, you know, let me know if you want to, you know, try to go for another challenge or, you know, uh, because I do, I was, I wasn't sure at the end of the episode, if you wanted to try to do another one, then I can drop that down. Uh, Uh,
0: It's going to have to wait. There's so much stuff right now. There's so many games (laughs) right now.
1: It is, it is a um, a good time uh, for sure. A lot of new releases. Uh, All right. Well, real quick, I'm going to jump in and just be like, since we're talking about the challenges, uh, I went ahead and, uh accepted your challenge which was to play inside and uh about according to steam here uh three hours uh, 3.9 hours uh i had completed that game and i also got uh all the achievements you know attached to it so i got the secret ending to that one as well uh it was a good game uh i've I usually don't play games with headphones on, but this one I just happened to be playing with headphones on because I was playing it in the evening and I wanted to keep it down, you know, a little more quiet. And I like the sound design in it. They did a very good job of making things really tense. So, uh, like, so for those, anyone who doesn't know this game, these are the play dead, uh, studios, I believe. Uh, they're the same ones who made limbo and it's a side scrolling 2d, uh, you know, a little bit of pu- essentially is a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain it. You know, it's this it's this platformer puzzle, you know, thing. And they their puzzles aren't too terribly difficult, uh, though their timing on some of that stuff is really really tight. And so I'm like, well, I found that if you you would know what to do, but I can see people getting hung up on something like I know I have to do this, this, and this, but to actually execute that is a kind of a tighter window. Uh, so like there's, and there's, there's enough puzzles where it's like, okay, you got to do, you got to pull off the boards to this door, uh, but you're being chased by some, an enemy. And so what you got to do is you got to go pull a board off, then run back, jump over a fence. They can't get to you. They'll come all the way around again. And then as they're coming back to you, then you got to jump over the fence again, go, pull off another board. They made their way back. So then you have to quick jump over the fence again and then have them go all the way back. And it's like, all right, it's, there's enough scenes like that or like um, a spotlight over you. And so you have to run back, run forward, do the thing a little bit more, run back, run forward, do the thing again. I'm like it, that the game is um, honestly uh, I think the game would be much shorter if you didn't have that busy work uh so
0: yeah i uh, mean they probably could have they probably should have made it a little bit um a little bit less of that but that's i mean that's like in i don't know a couple a couple a couple a couple missions a couple puzzles are like that for the most part it's it's pretty much like i see what to do i might fail once but then i go ahead and do it on the next one or most of yeah. the time even you just get it on the first try the one that gave me the most trouble is There's one pretty early on where you have to use a some kind of like a a feed thrower or something, and I just peeps. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't get that for the longest time. I mean, it wasn't that long, but it was like I was like, look at this one, and then I finally was like, I got the pieces here. What do I? Okay. And I finally was able to put it together.
1: I wasn't expecting it to turn out the way it did. I was expecting it to be turned. Like, I'm like, I, the moment I saw it, I'm like, ah, it's going to be bad. And then I'm like, oh, nope. I was expecting this thing to like grind them up like a little wood chipper. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh. But a... they got spat out. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not as bad. I was expecting this bloody mess or
0: something. <laughs> like the game is really good because it never talks to you. Like it really, it never explains anything. It just lets the environment and the gameplay do all of the ex- explanation and storytelling for you and it makes it a lot creepier because you have to come to those conclusions on your own like there's just there's all kinds of like weird stuff that you can see and uh people are doing stuff in the background sometimes while while you're trying to sneak around and it's just like what well, like why like why 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 until you get to the end and even then i mean you still don't have the answers but even then it's just like what the fuck man this game it just takes a turn
1: it was it was weird for sure i mean i i generally liked it it was yeah. it's very um creepy in an ominous sort of way and they end up like i said the, that was the only i only had a problem with some of the timing windows because like i'm i'm holding right and i am going as fast as i possibly can and yet somehow that sequence i get my face mauled off uh by something and then it'll reload me which loads were pretty quick yeah. and then i'm i floor it to the right again and i made it that time just for some reason or another like my character couldn't move fast enough in that particular scene and i'm like that happened more than once on, on different occasions uh um, probably just some rng
0: or something on on the things chasing you down ma- or something. maybe
1: yeah, just just maybe you know or maybe i paused just to like you transition from one scene to another like you'd go through a window and you land mm-hmm. and it, maybe i just paused and looked at the scenery for a second instead of just Holding it right away, uh, that could have been the situation, but like I said, it just ha- happened just a few times. But other than that, they're really, um, you know, the game is really well done. Uh, it's it has a very subdued look to it. Uh, minimum colors, uh, none of the characters have faces, it's just like kind of a blank, like mannequin, you know, uh, character design, which makes it that much more creepy and yeah. eerie. Uh, you know, a slight color palette, but only like a handful of colors. Uh, so still, in fact, I didn't really, still like
0: well yeah. painted though. Like it's kind of muted, but it, but that kind of adds to the mystique of it. I think.
1: Yeah. And it has, it has um, an interesting like polygon design, kind of like a, a how I, it, it's going to sound negative, but like a primitive, like cell shade. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you're, you know, it, it, but it's, yeah, it says it's, it's all done. It's all expressed really well. You know what you're looking at and a little well, correction you know what you can you can tell what you're looking at but you don't necessarily know what you're looking at because some of the stuff is just so creepy that you're like i have no idea what's going on here um the yeah and of course it's at times can be very uh surprisingly violent yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it can be i i got i made it to that sound stage and uh i'm moving forward and all of a sudden I Like you can, you hear this bass, you know, like this bass boom in the background, and then a shockwave comes, and so I roll forward, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, that bass boom happens again, the shockwave rolls, and my character just obliterates into mist, like flowing yeah, out the screen.
0: That is, yeah,
1: I, I was not expecting that. Um, but a lot of it's like, okay, I, I see what I see what the mechanics are here. Now I just gotta, you know, go through the mentality of you know dying and figuring it out.
0: Yeah. It so is, the it was that was that. you
1: know, uh, it was a good game. I played it all the way, and I didn't realize until halfway through that oh okay, so the trophies are attached to certain collectibles, mm-hmm. and because I went ahead and looked at your like your Steam list, and I'm like, you only did two. I'm like, and am like, I just assumed I didn't read that or anything like that. I just noticed, and because there was only like 14 trophies or whatever, and by the time you get to the end of the game uh i noticed that you know i found the the last bit of these trophies but then it shows it has like a pinup light light board in the background being like oh okay so here's where i missed a few things um and it shows you each one of those trophies that you got because they're all the same you know the same uh, item uh, kind of that you're collecting essentially or you're finding uh but yeah, the, the game is just, uh, I just wish it was just a little bit faster because, you know, th- but that's part of it. Is you're slow yeah. and lumbering. But some of these puzzles like, all right, I got to go up here, do this thing, go to the left. Now I go go down to the right. Now I go go all the way to the left side. I go go back up to the right, down center to the left and then to the right. And it's just like by the time you're done, I'm like, fuck, I know I just go. <laughs> yeah. But that's just me being impatient because like, the, yeah, the moment you see it, you can I was like, all right i know what i need to do and there's only one or two times where i'm like what the hell is going on here and then which was like one of the things towards the end i was just like i can't reach that thing that i need to reach and then i was like what if i try throwing it that way like oh it worked okay so i threw it th- something else happened and then i was able to complete the sequence i'm like okay but then actually a uh, correction I, I knew what I was supposed to do, and I got it to kind of work, but I fucked up my timing, so then I had to restart that whole sequence a couple times. I'm like, okay. Um, and like I said, the game's all about these tight windows, but as far as the ending goes, I guess, slight spoiler for the next uh, let's say one minute. Okay, go. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the ending. No real, no real answers there. You're literally this big flesh blob. You roll outside, and like you just lie there in the sun, and that's it,
0: and you die essentially. Are you dead? Question. Yeah.
1: But you know, like, yeah, like because you're uh, yeah, you're dead. And so, <laughs> so it's but that's the whole thing. It's like, um, is it because you were inside the facility the entire time, and you rolled out, and now you're in the sun? Um, But you made it outside, so mission complete.
0: The way that um, the way that I look at it is like you, you. I, I don't, and it's like, why were you breaking into this facility? You know. Cause that's the whole thing is you're running through and they're trying to capture you and stuff like that. But then when you break out, like when you turn into the blob of limbs that can't survive, that can't live for very long. So I just, it's cause it's not anything. It's just limbs. It's an experimental. Yeah, I, think, I think,
1: I think what it is, is it's the electrical signals, the, the current, because that's how you're able to control everything. Um uh, so now that you're out, out of the facility or you're outside of that, essentially wi-fi range um <laughs> uh, you don't get that you don't get the, that fee energy or whatever you're like you know the qui the qui energy the from their fo- cell phone yeah um uh okay so if you're back for that one minute guess what we're still going so another minute <laughs> <laughs> so uh did you ever did you see the secret ending or did you get the secret ending?
0: no i don't think i did
1: okay so the the collectibles which are those little orbs that you like you rip out a piece of uh once you get them all you then go back to there was the, the there's one in the cornfield, and there's a lever up and down le- like up left and right, and it makes tones. And uh, when you're running across the rooftops and you you find the, the little generator that little thing you uh, for the trophy, you can actually hear those tones in the background. Mm. I I identify, I remembered hearing them, but there's no way in hell I'm trying to remember up left and right are these tone three tones and which direct how much. So I just went to the internet. I said okay, uh, like what is the pattern of this? Mm. Uh, but yeah, when you, and then you unlock the door, you go to the end and it's literally, you see um, a bunch of cables because all the, all of them are, all those um, trophies are connected with a yellow cable and you find you uh, behind a wall, you find this main power unit, you pull it and all the cables in the background, there's like a chair, that whole thing powers down and your character just slumps over.
0: Oh. That's it. Okay. So
1: you literally just connected all the power.
0: Interesting. Um, Interesting.
1: So I actually expected at the very end when you're rolling down a hill to be like connecting you to the beginning when you're rolling down the hill. Yeah, because that's um, where
0: you start. Yeah.
1: And and the only other thing is you, uh, you might be outside, like outside in the beginning, but that doesn't mean you're not actually outside of the facility because there's plenty of times when you're in the facility that looks like outside. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you might have been inside the facility the entire time until the very end.
0: And you like, you like when you finally are I think dead at the end of the game you're in front of this beautiful, like ocean scenery, but you are this hideous, disgusting blob monster. I don't know. It's like, what are they trying to say with that? Um, it's just it's um, weird. Yeah.
1: Well, that, and, uh, so I remember when this game was, uh, first came in, coming out, uh, they were going to make that, your final form uh they were talking in uh with the was that the was it live doll or real doll people uh people who make uh like really okay. expensive sex dolls yeah um uh, and they were supposed to they were supposed to have like a special backer or special version where they will make that final form into a real collectible that's funny uh yeah yeah, uh, but I don't know if they ever made that. I just remember that was the articles and everyone was talking about that, and that's how come I knew the spoiler at the end, or uh-huh. I knew that because when they came out with the merchandise or they were talking about it, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you know that's you know," and so I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, I knew that was coming. I just didn't know how long that sequence was lasting for."
0: Yeah, um, yeah, but so, it's, yeah, it was, it's it kind of, of fun, it's it's a weird ending. I, I would like to know more about like why they decided to end it that way and what like what it means. Um, anyway, it's... did you ever play Limbo? No, I never played Limbo.
1: Okay. Um, honestly, uh, you should give that a shot. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have it on my steam list, so you can just probably play it off of there. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a quick game. It's, it's about the same type of game as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, I find that one actually more difficult um, just because it's the, I think it's mainly because of the color palette. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, totally give that one a shot then. And, uh, yeah uh thanks for that recommendation I'm glad I did the challenge and now I got part two of your challenge and that part two is to uh try to go through and handle um completely like max out what I can do in a single level of hitman
0: yeah yeah that 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 should be fun it's it's uh hitman's hitman's good
1: yeah i'll try to I'll try to do some uh footage of that and then we can post that up uh i think it'll be good uh yeah uh, outs, uh, so sorry, uh, I interrupted your, Uh, your, you were talking about a couple of games there. So and no, it looks like, uh, yeah, were you doing any, were you able to play anything else?
0: Yeah, I uh, played a bunch of, I actually just finished right before we started the podcast. Uh, I played the triangle strategy demo. Um, oh man, this game, um, this game has pacing problems. Real, real bad pacing problems. So, they they give you a battle pretty early on. Uh, so, okay. So, so, Triangle Strategy is a strategy game, kind of like, um, closest thing I can really think of it, it would be like Final Fantasy Tactics back in the day, but, you know, updated and stuff like that. Um, they give you a battle pretty early on uh, where you rescue the princess, and it's, it's kind of funny, and... Um, against some robbers. And then, um, so you go through that and they're teaching you a bunch of the stuff about how the battle system works. And you're like, okay, cool. It's been about 15 minutes in the game. And then I didn't, I did not make it to the second battle uh, until two hours and 40 minutes into the game. Mm -hmm. So it's like two hours before you get another, battle in this game and that's like the point of the game to me anyway there's a ton of talking there is there is a just a crap load of talking um about to and from characters that you really don't know about or care about um they don't really introduce things in a way that will make you care quickly like it's just it's it's just kind of mind-boggling um there's really not much gameplay. There's a lot of there's a lot of reading and talking. Uh, the voice acting, I did not care for. I thought it was pretty bad, um, pretty stilted, all the way through. Um, in, in English, as far as I heard, so I, I quickly switched it from English over to Japanese. While I do understand some Japanese, my Japanese is not you know, perfect, so I was doing a lot of reading, but I was still listening to a lot of the Japanese, which I can read faster than they can talk, so I kind of did that to myself, but I don't know, like, I I don't know, I guess I don't want to turn it off because I want to listen to some kind of of the work that they've done, but the English voice acting is not good, so I'm kind of using it as a way to practice my Japanese and stuff like that, but it's still taking a long time. If I did listen to it in English, it would probably take about the same amount of time. Um. Oh, man, I don't know. Like, But the battle system is good. I did finally get to play some more battles. By the time I ended the, the demo, I am five hours and 18 minutes in. And um, sure, maybe some of that was idle time. Let's say an hour. I don't think it was even close to that. Maybe 15 minutes of idle time. Of me like letting the switch run while I go to the bathroom or something, which was just didn't really happen at all. But it did happen some, so whatever. So five hours and eighteen minutes played three battles. The and there each of the battles are about twenty minutes. I would say maybe a little less or a little more, give or take. But they're good. It's a good. It's a good battle system. Uh, it's complex and interesting. Um, and there, they haven't even really introduced that many things into it yet. Uh, but it's, it's really cool. It's just, you've only got, I've only got a chance to play three, three of them. There's also, uh, stuff to do with, there's like a choice system. So when you are, um, so, so like at the end of chapter two, you have to make a choice and, the thing that they do is they they you have to make a choice between going to one place or going to another place. And you have to talk to everybody in your party, and everybody has to vote. And then whatever wins the vote is where you go. So some of the characters want to go over here. Some of the characters want to go over there. One of them was totally indifferent. Um, and then the ones that wanted to go here or there, some of them wanted some of them were really gung-ho about it and some of them were like, "Mm, I could go either way, but I'd really rather go over here. So you have to talk to each one and then you have to uh, try to convince them of what you want to do. Um, So this first one, they just give it to you because it's split 50-50 except for the one guy who's totally indifferent and you can just have him do whichever one you want. But um, as the game goes on, you, you, Should be you should be kind of pigeonholed more into one way or the other, and that is because of your convictions. So your main character, um, as you go through the game, your it says like you'll make different small choices, and it'll say Sarah Noah's convictions are are strengthened. So depending on which one you choose, you're like. You are, you know, your, uh, your, I don't know, Mm -hmm. your feelings or your, uh, pragmatism or your, um, I don't know, some other trait. I don't really understand the traits completely. Those get strengthened here or there, and then that makes it so you can do other things in the game, but you also are blocked off from certain things or it makes it more difficult. Um, so that's pretty cool, but they don't do like nearly enough of, of that. Like That's a really good thing that they could have done um, pretty constantly to make the uh, story parts of the, of the game more interesting. Um, but man, I don't know. Like I'm probably still going to buy it because the battle system is really cool and I think I am past the very lengthy intro of the game but yeah
1: Yeah, from what i heard you can uh the progress you make is supposed to carry over yeah so that's at least a good reason to go ahead and give it a shot Uh, but yeah i also heard that it's uh from from the few people that i've heard play it uh it's pretty much just you you might as well just stick to one one side and you know of the story like you know instead of trying to play both ends just your you know your convictions essentially just stay stay the course pick something and just stick to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's sort of disappointing because whenever the game started to get going, I was like, okay, this game is actually really. <laughs> that was weird. This game is actually really good. It's just I don't I don't know how I don't know how that beginning part. I don't I don't know. Like I don't know. Somebody fucked up. Somebody fucked up when they were planning this shit out because. To me, to me, this demo has actually made me more likely to not buy the game than to buy it. Um, and to me, if I was gonna do a demo for a game, which is pretty rare these days, if I was gonna do a demo for a game, I would make that first, you know, however long, two hours, five hours be kick-ass, because I would want people to go, this game is fucking awesome, I love the demo, can't wait to play the rest of it. I would at least front-load the first hour with like, okay, this is, you're getting in, you're playing a bunch of battles, it's, you know, we're going to teach you all this, and you're going to have a bunch of fun, and then you're going to maybe get more of the story, and maybe slow it down a little bit, but once you get to the end of it, you're going to be like, man, that was really fun, and I want to buy the game. And this, this is awesome. Done everything it can to put me off of the game.
1: Um they've done this before with uh yeah, you know, this isn't the first time uh with their demos uh not being up to par. Uh these the same the art style of this is uh with I forget what they're calling it now. Um it's like a two D, two point five D or something like that. It's the uh same art style as Octopath Traveler. It's a they're, they're
0: gonna, it's like a tilt shift, uh tilt shift lens kind of art going on there.
1: Yeah, they 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 came out with their own special name for it, and they're gonna be trying to do more games, uh, some of the Final Fantasy like remakes or something like that. They're gonna be trying to do some stuff like that with it. Uh, so, uh, I believe Octopath also did not have the greatest uh, demo, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, so it's well, unfortunately these games are slow burn. Uh, they, their intros are always really hard, uh, and what they should you know what they should have done was just made a demo with just battles, just so you can get fun in the battle, and then. Uh, unrelated just random battles compared to the actual you know but this way they're giving you progress which is nice so but honestly to keep people interested just make it a few battles and that's it just cut it right there
0: yeah i mean because the rest of it is like i can get this but the battles you can feed to me on the demo and then let me skip the tutorial and jump straight into you know awesome fun but I, i will say that as i did play more i did grow to like the characters even in the first five hours really haven't gotten that much character play because there's a lot of characters, but all of them seem differentiated and well-developed. I think in your, in the party, there's three, six, eight, eight. So there's, there's like eight or nine and I, and there's room to get more. And it says like, you know, you're going to have to make choices as to who you actually put in the battles. Um, But the characters that you have and, the like the talking and stuff that they do you know it's it's sort of regular rpg or jrpg you know schlock there it's not gonna blow anybody away and win a bunch of writer awards but it's but it's interesting and the characters are are good so that's another thing that as it came on i was like all right maybe this is maybe this game has some has some hope to it
1: all right uh so you know that's uh all right. I'm going to move on from there. Uh, you know, hopefully, do you remember when the game comes out?
0: Uh, next week, March. Okay. I think March 4th, something like that.
1: I couldn't, I couldn't remember the date to that. Uh, it's very early. In March. That, all right. So a game that is out, uh, that I barely got to touch was, uh, Sifu. Uh, I just started playing it. Uh, I played past, just a little past the intro, uh, sequence. And then I realized I need a, um, I'm playing on the PC. um, uh, and I'm like, I need a controller for this because I was using a uh, mouse and keyboard. And it is doable, but it is, for me, it's not the most enjoyable. Uh, it's only nice because you can kind of whip the camera around a little faster. But some of the keys aren't the most well-placed. Uh, and I maybe I can just reset the keys, but I just think having a game like this, a controller would be the better way. And unfortunately, the PlayStation uh, controller that I'm using, for some reason, is having a hard time syncing up with the uh, on Bluetooth. So... I have to dig out my old like Xbox 360 controller and my wire like my uh, wireless dongle that I have for it, and I'll go ahead and play it with that. So, at this current time, I barely played the, past the intro, and it was fun. Uh, but you know, I've I don't really have enough time to put into it. So hopefully next time I'll give you a more in depth you know opinion on that.
0: So how many hours have you played? Like one. Or less? yeah
1: yeah like yeah less than, probably less than one um you know the intro wasn't too bad and I l- play, tried playing a little bit beyond that and then I'm like yeah I just I was not uh I could not execute fast enough uh and it was just always part of my brain was like okay now I have to remember if I want to do like hit do a certain thing I have to hit X or something and it just wasn't natural feeling for me on the keyboard uh for this kind of combat uh so yeah, that's uh, the controller. Will should hopefully help out, but I got to dig that stuff out of storage. So <laughs> okay. I have it. I have it buried under the house somewhere. <laughs>
0: okay, okay. Yeah, I've I've been really excited to try Sifu. Uh, it it came out. I bought it uh, a while ago on Epic, and I just haven't had a chance to get to it. I I think I'm gonna make time to get to it this next week or so. Uh, but uh, there's also some other big stuff that came out that I'm gonna have to yeah. play pretty much immediately.
1: Yep. All right. Well, moving on from there. Uh did you want to take a break?
0: Uh we can if you want or or we can go straight on. It's up to all you. Right.
1: Well, right. All. Let's just power through then. I'm all right with that. Okay. All right. So, uh what, you know, for the news, uh real quick, the uh what just came out as uh was Elden Ring. Uh Elden Ring, uh you know, one of the most anticipated games uh for a long while and has been getting crazy high reviews like you know 9 out of 10s and stuff like that. So I'm kind of curious to see how long that lasts or is it just uh crazy fandom, you know, fanboyism? Uh yeah. You know, I see you know, I want to know how people are reviewing it after a lengthy time with the game cuz that thing just dropped. Uh so So
0: yeah. I mean, I did see the the only review that I happened to see the score on, because I've been trying to avoid that a little bit, but I did happen to see that IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. So I was like, okay, holy shit. Um, I did hear back when they did the uh, the beta launch or whatever, a few months ago, that um, that people were saying, and of course they were influencers, and they're people who already love Dark Souls and stuff like that. So you got to take what they say with a grain of salt. But this one guy I watched, he was like, it is legitimately amazing. He'd gotten to play a lot of it, and, and he was like, is, this is a special game. Even by Dark Souls standards, it is a uh, they're doing something totally different, but in a Dark Souls way, and it's it's really special. And I was like, okay, well, maybe. And so now the, the rubber's got to meet the road, and we're going to see how, how good it actually is.
1: Yeah, that'll be it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out because, like I said, so many people have been anticipating, it and it's really a lot of mixed feelings about that being open world and uh, being able to go almost anywhere into a lot of places you're not allowed to. So,
0: yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, so it, uh, I figured you'd be playing it pretty soon, um, and I'll just wait to hear back from you. I'm not a Souls person. Uh, well, I kind of am, but I I like the concept. I just don't have the time for the mastery uh or the patience in that fr- front so
0: yeah we'll see
1: all right uh well another game that recently just came out uh last week was uh you know KOF 15 uh so yeah uh i want to play this haven't had a chance to i was i w- almost pulled the trigger on it and i'm like i need a fight stick because i'm a nerd that way and the last fight stick i had uh, for the PS3 when we were overseas, I I bought these tiny little baby uh Hori uh, branded fight sticks. They were like I don't know, yeah, they, they they didn't even fit. Like a good fight stick will fit across your lap, no problem. It's a big chunky thing. Uh, the ones I got were like half the size of that, not even uh smaller than that. So. Uh, I, I'm like, no, I need to get a real big boy fight stick for this. So.
0: Yeah. Um, this, this game actually been getting some pretty good reviews too, uh, around 80% or whatever. I th- think you have here. I've seen some eights, yep. you know, seven, eights, nines in there. So that's a really good sign. Um, for, for KOF in general, I do have a fight stick. Uh, and it is, I forget what the brand, what the, what it is called exactly, but, um, is it a Quamba? it's a what? Wamba, maybe no it's not that it's it's from i don't remember i, I have it right here and i, I could grab it but i'm not going to do that it's uh so i'm excited to use that on this game because i haven't really gotten to use it very much and i did pay like 150 dollars for it so i feel kind of bad about that uh i really wanted to buy this game when it came out i just don't i just didn't have the time I just didn't i was just like i don't have the time so budget wise, I am forcing myself to wait until March to buy this game, uh, because I'm on a monthly budget cycle. So I'm trying to squeeze, squeeze that out because I'm right, right here at the end of February. Um, and I've got so much other, other stuff to play, but probably March one, uh, or somewhere right around there, I will be buying this, um, and playing it in tandem with, uh, with Elden Ring and, and Sifu a little bit. Um, cause, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this game. It's it's going to be a nice palate cleanser for something like a Sifu or Elden Ring. Um, seems cool. Yeah. All right.
1: And another... All right, so uh, next to the next rapid drop, uh, which was Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, so this is the, you know, currently um, Sony exclusive and the second installment in the Horizon series. Uh, so for... Uh, just letting you guys know, uh, this is going to be the last, according to Sony, uh, the last first-party, uh, you know, PS4 with a free upgrade to PS5 game out there. Uh, you can currently buy this on the PlayStation Store. You can either pay 60 bucks to get the PS4 version and it has a free upgrade to PS5. You can buy the PS5 version which is $70 which comes with a free PS4 version or you can then spend I think it's $90 for the uh, PS5 like deluxe edition uh comes with extra uh I think extra outfits, comes with soundtrack, art book, digital art book and stuff like that. Um so honestly, I mean, you're probably best off going with the $60 PS4 version because and then getting the free upgrade to PS5 uh some people have been you know shouting out being like you need to su- if you know, you should support the developers and p- pay 70 bucks uh to you know uh and then like you're literally getting nothing extra uh for that in my opinion if you're going to be supporting the developers get that deluxe edition get that you know uh yeah. get the soundtrack get that you know pay go go to i think it's like i said i think it's 90 bucks and if you're not then you know your hard-earned money is yours to do with what you want um so you know stay on the cheap end uh that's what i would have done problem is um i really liked horizon zero dawn i like it a lot actually the i have a hard time uh, picking up the ps4 version because i want uh, i want a ps5 and i would like to play my first time through on the better system uh i want to see the better you know the fully foli- you know the extra foliage and all the extra bonuses that come in with uh having the uh better version And so, and I'm not, I know myself well enough and I probably don't have the time in my life anymore to go ahead and play it on the PS4. And then eventually when I get to PS5 to play it on the PS5, like that's just not going to happen. I can't kid myself. Uh, So in all honesty, at the rate of not being able to get a PS5, I'll probably just pick it up when it comes out to PC, who knows when, but it'll come to PC because the last one did.
0: Yeah. It might be like (laughs) two years. years. It might be like two (laughs) years. You might actually get a PS5 before... Uh, hopefully you'll have a PS5 before it comes out to PC (laughs) because it might be a long time. Um, I think it'll be quicker than it has been in the past, but it might be a long time. Speaking real quick of PS5s, just going to toss this in the news real quick. Um, Anecdotally, I've been looking on, keeping track of prices, and uh, PS5s on stock exchange have gone back up. They were, like, bottoming out, I think around $627, and that's pretty close to pull the trigger price for me. Uh, but they recently just jumped back up to over, to right at, or a little over, $700. So I was okay. like, damn it, I don't know what's going on, um, but they're they're back up again, so that sucks.
1: Okay, because GPUs have actually dropped in price recently.
0: I know, um, yeah.
1: So, all right, um, yeah, the next game that came out uh, a couple weeks ago was uh, Dying Light 2. Uh, so I don't know if you ever got a chance to play the original Dying Light, uh, but first person parkour zombie survival horror play up to uh i believe four players uh so that first one game was pretty fun uh played a handful of hours uh, of the first game and they supported that thing for a very long time like mm. years they kept on adding new dlc uh and if you had bought the originally like the complete package uh they just kept on giving you the stuff for free as you continued uh continued on so that was really awesome of them uh Currently, uh, it's it's doing all right. Uh, has has really good uh, PC support as far as like if you want to make your make it look pretty with ray tracing and stuff. So if you have, if you have a new graphics card, uh, it really shines well. Uh, but uh, other than that, there's uh, there's kind of a mixed reception because they they were promising a lot of stuff early on uh, with the, one of the original trailers and it's supposed to be like this big divergent like path, like one of those, uh, you, the decisions you make will really affect the game. And then the game, the game came to a really like a hard h- halt. And then they kind of reworked a lot of things. So you still get some of those decisions, but they're not as uh, grand as, you know, like the effects aren't as grand as they originally promised. Mm. Um, So I honestly, uh, I hear that it's it's a lot of a lot more of the first. So if you like the first game, uh, then you'll really like the second game. Uh, I would be interested in it. I just don't have the time uh, and I still haven't beat the first one. So Mm. if anything, I'd go back to the first one to complete it because it was a lot of fun. And it was just pretty awesome playing with my friends and us all just kicking the crap out of zombies together. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. All right. Uh, All right. Here's a big one. Uh, So the Steam Deck just you know finally that's out now uh, in fact as of noon today uh at least central time uh, a lot of embargoes lifted so a lot of a lot of uh different outlets were giving their specs are uh, talking about the uh os because they're allowed to talk there was different embargoes so last week or so they were able to talk about the physical uh hardware but now they can actually talk about the software portion of it and Gamers Nexus uh, did a really good breakdown. They actually tore down the um, uh, the Steam Deck uh, last week. And then uh, they also gave a very good in-depth discussion about the, the software uh, today. And also, I know Digital Foundry, uh, they also did a lot of talking about that too. So um, the thing is, Gamers Nexus, uh, they did some tests uh, and they determined that the eight hours of battery life isn't really what you're going to get uh, at a practical use. Um, so they did a couple, they tested on a handful of games and they did like dead cells, uh, on like average, I think, uh, decent settings and they got about six hours of battery life.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and then they did an extreme test, which has apparently been blowing up, uh, like a lot of outlets have been just running with the, the worst numbers possible and of posting course. that as like breaking news. And so the, uh, their extreme test scenario was DMC five like high graphic settings, uh, V-Sync turned off and uh, in order to get them to completely run uh, what they did was uh, may- maybe they did to some other things, but I remember them mentioning like, yeah, to get the camera or the pr- characters to move like all the time. So there's constant motion. They just rubber banded the thumbsticks together. So, they, <laughs> so the screen's always moving, Yeah. Uh, but they made sure that it was drawing as much at the full complete power. It could be, and it lasted uh, just under 90 minutes. Okay. So, uh, that w- But like I said, that is an extreme circumstance. And so they're... Uh, but they said after uh, they did some traveling that they were getting like, you know, two, three hours of use for like heavy load, like just, you know, gaming on like airplanes and stuff. So, uh, but you can expect anywhere from, I would say three hours sounds about right to potentially six, uh, depending on the games you're playing. But there's a lot of settings you can do to help minimize, uh, you know, if you turn on V-Sync, that's going to lock cap the... Um, uh, the frame rate, you know, because if it's locked to sixty frames, you know, or less, then you're better. Uh, it won't burn up the, you know, use as much battery. So yeah, that you know, that's the big, I guess, quote unquote, controversy. But at least with the Steam Deck, Valve has also recently released the uh, CAD files. Mm-hmm. So all the inner workings. So now anyone with a three three D printer and some CAD knowledge can make themselves an external shell add ons. Uh, that means. Third-party peripherals will actually have a much better fit because they actually have the schematics. Uh, mm. So that's actually really cool uh, that Valve did all that. They did something similar to the um, with the Pro Controller or whatever their Pro Controller was. Uh, I can't remember what the Steam Controller was called. Um, I think it was called the Steam Controller. It was it. I thought it had a special name to it. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think it might have been uh, called
0: the Steam Controller.
1: <laughs> okay, probably. I don't, I don't know. know. It's it's. I never cared for it, and so I never like. It was. Uh it came and died when I was overseas and that's all that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: Yeah, that thing was wild. Um Yeah, like uh this Steam uh Steam Deck um yeah, to me it's like an indie machine. It it's like really cool that you can play some more modern games with it. Uh, more modern uh higher level graphically higher level games with it uh but the way that I would use it if I got it would be you know, probably 60, 70% of the time uh, as an indie machine and then the other percent of the time playing those those higher-level games on like a, a bus or a plane and just know, hey, I'm only going to get two or three hours with this higher-level game and then, you know, and then I, I've got a plug in or, you know, if it is a long-plane ride to Australia, then I would... Just make sure that I either bring an extra battery pack and or uh, make sure to play indie games. But it well, seemed... they have
1: outlets on planes now, uh, but I'm not sure how the power draw drawn, how long it'll take to charge. It, so It
0: doesn't. I mean, it doesn't draw very quickly. I know that. Um, I know back when the Switch came out, they were reporting on it and saying that with the Switch plugged into like a plane, you couldn't it would slow the power loss. But it wouldn't overtake it, so you couldn't actually charge while you play. You'd have to leave it alone, um, and even even battery packs kind of are sort of in the same same scenario where a battery pack is not going to be able to charge your Steam Deck and probably not even your Switch as fast as uh, as uh, you can drain it. But anyway, um, that sounds about right. It just it just makes sense that that the deck would probably only get about six hours on a whatever kind of game and less on more graphically intense games. Um, But, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool it's out.
1: All right. Uh, Now there's a bunch of things that were slightly, um, you know, kind of, like, coming up. Uh, So one of which is uh, the PlayStation VR 2. They finally released some images of what it looks like. Um, So that's, you know, no real extra news on top of that. Just, you know, reiterating a lot of the same stuff, but no dates. Uh, So... But if you wanted to, you know, if you can go ahead and look that up, or if we can get an image for that, that'd be great. Just yeah, I'll, I'll try uh, to throw an image. Like.
0: I'll try to throw an image in here um, of what I find, and if if nothing else, then you can just uh, show me where you got it. I'll throw that in here.
1: Sure. All right. And uh, they released a teaser trailer for uh, Street Fighter VI finally. Uh, so teaser trailer has uh, has main uh, main hero Ryu looking. Uh, pretty wide and sporting his, uh, his COVID beard,
0: I guess. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They gave you a COVID beard. Oh my gosh. That's so good.
1: (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's, uh, and it's him facing, staring down uh, some dude that I've never met before, but apparently he was like one of the last uh, DLC people for, uh, for five. And they said beforehand that he's going to be a big part of the next game. And I'm like, and I don't care uh, because I just don't know the kid. And, (laughs) So, yeah, it's just them looking at each other and then him, the new kid flexing his arm, like getting all Roy raged or something. I don't know. And that's, that's really about it. So that's
0: yeah, cool. we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. I'll probably try to jump into street fighter six. Cause uh, street fighter five, I just missed the boat on. It still comes on sale and I'm like, uh, I'm just going to wait for six now for sure. Cause what do they say? More news in the summer?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, so you know, that's you know I honestly don't think it's coming out this year. Uh, we could be lucky and it could be like surprise in the fall. But you know I just just because they just did a straight uh, teaser as minimal as this is, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's you know earliest next year.
0: Yeah, I think you might be right.
1: All right, uh, and then uh, speaking about next year, uh, so Nintendo announced the the Wii U and the uh, 3DS e is uh, closing down, and. It's currently slated for March of uh, twenty twenty-three, and what that means in the nutshell is, uh, when it comes time, you won't be able to buy anything else. They say you'll be able to still download your existing games, so so long as you have the rights for it, well, you can download them at least for a little bit until they decide to shut that down too. So, uh, a lot of people are disappointed uh, because of the whole preservation of games, uh, there are a lot of digital games that never got physical releases, and you know, it just. a lot of people are the underlying thing is they're promoting like they're subconsciously promoting piracy because well, if I can't get my, you know, it's like, if I can't keep on buying the games on the three DS, you know, uh, or the Wii U. I mean, those things have been busted wide open for a long time. So, the, the knee-jerk response on on the internet was, "Yeah, here's how easy it is to to pirate, or to you know, if you do this to your thing, then you can just scan the uh, the QR code, and bam, you have this game here." So it's really crazy, and the things you can do for piracy on that system.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. I I don't know. I, I do understand the need or the feeling that we should preserve games, and I think that we should. Um, it is company, it is company IP. So it's like, well, if they don't want to preserve it, I guess it's their right not to. But I also understand the argument of like further argument of people say that if a company is not going to, is not going to allow you, is not going to give you a, a route to purchase their games that you should have the right to torrent them or whatever, um, I don't know. That's that. Uh, that's another argument for that. It's it's a complicated issue, though.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, we'll see when the time comes. Uh, and, but being Nintendo, uh, I mean, place Sony tried doing this just recently with like the Vita and stuff, and they got enough backlash that uh, they postponed that. Uh, but Nintendo, they're probably gonna stay the course because they don't care what other people think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So
0: they're Nintendo. Uh,
1: yep. All right. Uh, so. Next up is uh you know the as we've uh, mentioned a couple times now uh, Chrono Cross has uh, is coming out they're doing a a remaster for it and there's been a lot of um, varying opinions uh, a lot of them negative to the design and the art style choice of the new Chrono Cross uh, a lot of people are not not excited with the new characters and how they look or a lot of the artworks for the background and so forth so they. Uh, they came out with uh, letting everyone know that you should be able to... They're supposed to have a toggle version, so you can switch it back to the old graphics if you want to, uh, which at least will get everyone off their back for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't seen this yet, but... Um, I, they
1: completely changed the, the facial structure for uh, both the two main characters. You can look at side-by-side images. Um, I mean, I but you're, you're you're switching old PS1 polygon like images, so... Uh, But like the female, I I think the original character design had more of like a, uh, they make her look more childish. And so in the newer version, they kind of make her face elongated, but it doesn't look, the proportions look really weird. She has like really pointy chin. Uh, She, instead of having like a wider like face, they make her like long and thin.
0: I feel like when you're planning this stuff out, you should go on a few things. Can we do this? can we make the characters' faces look like they did back then? Can we make the characters look like they did back then or whatever, just up-rezzed? Or are we going to have to, you know, put... Are we going to give, like, Sonic, like, real hair on his body and give him, like, human legs? I mean, I'm just like, what are you guys doing? Just, I don't know.
1: Well, there's a couple different ways you can do it. There's the... um... There's the the exact same image, uh, just redone uh, to look more crisp, but have the same exact polygon look. There's the completely reimagining them as you know from Final Fantasy, seven uh, to uh, the new remake, where they he looks as pretty as possible. Um, and you know there's so that you have those two main choices as far as fans are concerned, right? Because a lot of you know. The third option is to try to imagine the old look, like try to make the game look like you remember it. Yeah. Uh, so you update it, and that's always, I think, the hardest one. I think it's easier just to be like, here's an, here's the new character model. i uh, deal with it. But then, you know, to try to make an old, ugly ass thing look good, but not like realistic good. Um, you know. So those are the you know the three archetypes, and think- unfortunately, Square. Square has it has had it rough lately because there's like two just how people talk about um, platinum games how like there's you know I don't know what the actual situation is but everyone talks about there's two teams of platinum there's the good platinum and the bad platinum you have the Metal Gear Rising or whatever are uh, and then you have you know then you have the uh, Korra Legend of Korra you know version uh, which was you know god awful Uh, well same with Uh, Square is that during their remakes and uh, remasters, you can get some really bad ones like this or you can get some really good ones. But on the bad vein, they've recently done um, they've shown out some more stuff for the uh, Final Fantasy uh, Pixel Remastered, which overall has been getting pretty positive looks, but it's not it's not quite there. Uh, And they just said Final Fantasy 6. They showed like, yeah, don't worry. You can suplex the train Uh, because that, you know, that meme. Well, they suplexed the train incorrectly. Um, so if you look at the tweet, uh, he picks up the train, train comes back down. It's still in the same upright position. The original, when you suplex the train, the train was literally flipped upside down. Yeah. Um, so fans pointed that out and like, you can't even get that right. Like so.
0: I think every video game company and probably every anime company needs to have a otaku, a otaku on staff and not, somebody that's like also doing work on it. Like his whole job is to sit back in a back room and play video games and watch anime. And every once in a while they're like, okay, they're ready for you to see it. They march him out there and they go, what do you think? And he goes, he either says this sucks or it's okay. And if he says "Eh, it's okay, then they go with it. And whatever else he says, they just, they're (laughs) they're just like, okay, we got to go back to the drawing board here. Uh, anyway
1: uh okay well uh all right next line of news uh cyberpunk uh they finally came out with their 1.5 patch uh for uh, and what they also did with that is they came out they finally had the next gen or now current gen uh releases so they have uh the ps5 xbox series x and uh series s uh the ps5 and series x both have they have two different uh visual settings essentially it's uh 4k 60 uh and 4K30, but with uh, Ray Trace Local Shadows. Uh, so from everything that's been seen, uh, at least Digital Foundry does a really good um, you know, comparison. Uh, they do a couple of vi- you know, videos on this. Uh, the Local Ray Trace Shadows isn't much, and it doesn't really do a whole lot in the end. You're better off going with the uh, 4K60 option uh, than... Also, uh, the Series S only has 1440p at 30 frames. So, a lot of people are disappointed with the Series S having that. My thought is I'm not surprised. It's, a, it's the, you know, you kind of bought the Series S knowing that that's how it's going to be. Um, so, yeah. And, of course, with with the uh, 1.5 budget patches, you can now buy more, you know, you can buy uh, your main character V, you can buy more apartments and some other stuff and um a lot of people around are just saying this is the game that should have been originally launched so it is finally at that level of this is what day one should have been like and then from here you make it better (laughs)
0: like basically like Uh, over a year later
1: yeah so this is this is the playable version uh so yeah that's that's the the gist of you know a lot of people have been saying um all right and uh see next up uh I'm going to really quickly uh, talk about th- briefly um, this. Gamers Nexus uh, recently had a big deal about um, uh, with a new egg. Uh, they bought a motherboard. Long story short, uh, they didn't need it. It was an open box item. They returned it. They never even opened the box. Uh, new egg. Then uh, their RMA team said that you can't get a refund because when they opened the box, the uh, the pins were damaged on the motherboard. Newegg never opened the box, so that's where their argument happened. Um, and apparently, this has happened on open box items before with Newegg. A lot of other people, you know, uh, have worked uh, sent in uh, their examples, and uh, there a lot of people have had similar issues. Uh, and Gamers Nexus went back and forth. They had some really bad issues, so what they did is they essentially. They pulled the trigger and then they finally went, all right, here, we're making a big video about it. We're we, Instead of being something small, we can just handle this quietly. We're now going to make a big deal about it. And they, they did, which essentially over the course of a couple months, uh, and it culminated into them just the other week going to, uh, they happened to do, be doing some business in California. So they, uh, Northern California, I believe. So they flew to Southern California, went to Newegg, met them in person, uh, had they had a big discussion all of it is you can watch the whole thing on uh their youtube channel and the the takeaway is that new egg is now saying that they're going to be uh, changing the way they handle uh their open box returns and people who've had issues in the last i think couple of years are supposed to be getting contacted about their issues and hopefully get that uh settled and you know we'll see uh, Gamers Nexus uh, Steve, there at Gamers Nexus, seemed to be hopeful, uh, but he's you know, and he just did a shout out saying, "Hey, if they if um, they handle it, well, either way, uh, they'll do they'll do a follow up, good or bad," and uh, said to shout out to any uh, viewers that if you did get contacted with them, uh, you know, let us know kind of what your what, how it went for you, and yeah, that's it. So it's a really interesting thing. I mean, Newegg is one of the top places you can buy stuff from when it comes to computers and uh equipment and such uh i bought my first components for my first computer there uh i remember having a faulty motherboard when I, uh, a brand new one but it was like it just didn't work and so i had to return it and that co- i remember having some slight issues just with my return policy i mean i wanted just the same thing back uh, but they they tried charging me a restocking fee, uh, and I'm like, "This is a faulty product. I just need it replaced. I am not returning it. I just I want the same damn thing. I want a working one." Um, and that was, oh uh, six oh hmm. uh, seven. So, I mean, uh, it's either that. You know, you can you know, if you're lucky enough to live by a micro center, then there's that. Yay! But other than you know, you got. Essentially, uh, only Amazon. Um, I don't even know if some other places are around anymore because there used to be like Tiger Direct, uh, but New was always the go-to. But I know New Egg when, at one point or other, they got more or less bought out by a Chinese company, and that's when they had issues like credit card hacks and or leaking credit card information or something like that. And uh, they kind of have been slowly getting more and more notorious for going downhill. Uh, so hopefully, this is a step in the right direction.
0: Wow. Man, that sucks. Um, I've not bought anything from Newegg in a long time, uh, but I'll try to avoid it, I guess, going forward. It's sad that they have such shit customer service.
1: Uh, well, I mean, they've—they're uh, not the only ones, <laughs> essentially, because now Best Buy, uh, the only place in the U.S. where you can buy, um, you know, th- uh, the three thousand series of uh, NVIDIA graphics cards. Uh, you know, the FE, the Founders Editions versions, uh, they've now uh, made the, those graphics cards behind a paywall. Uh, and that is the, their total tech uh, plan or package. And so you have to pay $200 to become a member of the total tech plan, which I'm not sure what it all comes with. But the whole purpose of it is what it does do is it gives you the chance to possibly buy a 3000 series graphics card. It doesn't guarantee you one. You're paying $200 for the chance to. Um, so, yay, Best Buy. I mean, what? Did, what? the reason why I think uh, it's been speculated, the reason why this is happening is because Best Buy has um, signed a contract uh, that they cannot raise the Founders Editions cards above MSRP. That's why those are the only places you can buy, like, what is it? A set, I think uh, 3080 is like seven hundred or maybe 800. I can't remember now. Uh, but yeah, it's the only place you can get it that, but they sell out instantly and you have to maneuver, you know, so this is just yet another hoop. Uh, they, you know, you can claim that, oh, it'll help deter, um, you know, deter people from miners from buying it. I'm like, you know,
0: if you could guarantee that you, that you would get a card, then what? 700 bucks plus 200 bucks is 900 bucks. You're still paying, you're still the cheapest card on the market.
1: Yep. I mean, it's sad that to say like $900 is a good deal, you know, because, you know, when you're looking at like $1,200 for something uh, for a 3080, you know, it, it, that's, it's the world we live in right now, but Best Buy wants their slice and, you know, so that's their way of manipulating the system. I don't know what Best Buy can offer that would make the rest of the $200 worth it um, because, anything best I don't know just I'm very disappointed uh in Best Buy usually I go there because they're the close people that you know they have usually if I need something they I can go to them um you know but I don't go out of my way to go shopping there and now I'm most definitely not going to uh it's just it's a sad situation
0: dude this has just been like an apocalypse of of tech parts you know the past two years has just been Uh. horrifying
1: Yep, it's not going to get any better. So not for a while, All right. <laughs> maybe
0: never. Feels like right. maybe never.
1: Well, uh, along with Nvidia trying to do this, uh, Nvidia was going to buy ARM, uh, mobile chip manufacturer. You know, uh, owned by parent company SoftBank, if I remember correctly. So, anyways, they were they were going to try to do a buyout. Um, the, a lot of people, a lot of governments were trying to stop this. Uh, there was. There's a lot of, I I want to say, they were being investigated, uh, or if not sued, in the U.S. Um, and they were, like, I know the EU or, you know, the, in Europe, they were, like, they were going under a lot of questions. And NVIDIA seemed really positive on the idea when this first came out. And this was, I think, a year or two ago. It might have been a year ago. Um, but these questions hit up immediately, being like, you know, a lot of people are like, this is probably not going to happen, right? Uh, but they're like, no, it's totally going to happen. And apparently, now it's not going to happen. I mean, it's it's the one excuse or the one example I can see of people saying like, yeah, stopping a monopoly from happening or stopping this big company acquisitions. The, you know, there's a precedent for maybe Microsoft not being able to own Activision, and that's a little bit of a it's not an apples to apples comparison. Uh, it is somewhat similar, but you know, you have so, you can be. Arm is such a big part of the industry, and for India, uh, Nvidia to own that much, it's you know I can see people I can see that fighting against it, while um, Microsoft owning um, Activision is not that big in comparison. Mm-hmm. So. Plus, you can also legally be like, well, there's there's thousands of video game uh, manufacturers and companies and, you know, developers all around because anyone who's an indie dev dev can you can try to copy them off unless if there's like a unless if there's a paywall or something like, yeah, you have to be a developer who makes this much money, you know, then you can maybe use that as your argument. There's only so many that make X amount of millions of dollars a year. Right. So, um, wow. All right. That was really it for a, a bunch of stuff. A bunch of tech uh, news. I know you had a few things.
0: Yeah, there's some things that caught my eye uh, over the past couple of weeks. Um, Soul Hackers 2, uh, coming from Atlas, a uh, developer, is uh, being released August 26th in the U.S. I think it's the day before in Asia. Um, Soul Hackers is a uh, – it's – I really don't know that much about it, but it looks to be um, kind of like a persona or something along those lines. I'm sure it's going to have it, a lot of different mechanics and stuff like that.
1: It's it's a Shin Megami game. Okay. Uh, same same creator. So.
0: Okay, but it, like uh, I happened to see the trailer for it. It looks good. Looks cool. Uh, and I'm really glad that they are. That they just released, or that they're just uh, going to release it on the 26th. So we don't have to have you know three years of build up to you know, when this game is going to be coming out. It's just like, here it is. Uh, here you go. So this summer, uh, that'll probably be something I play in August. Um, a couple other things. Um, Nier, the near series is getting an anime. Uh, uh, this is coming from um, Anime News Network. I don't really know much more about it. I don't know what studio is doing it or anything anything like that, but I did see that that, uh, there is an anime coming for that, which fits, I mean, it's a very anime game, uh, so that should be interesting. I hope that they give it to a good studio, because I really like those games, and I hope that they do it justice. Um, Going beyond that, Netflix announces uh, the long-awaited Bioshock movie, so Netflix seems to be going to do that finally. We'll see if it actually happens, but uh, that seems to be the uh, announcement for now. I, I was getting that from IGN. I don't know uh, mm-hmm. if, they re- if they were the ones actually reporting it or who they got it from. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news that I had. Um, so yeah. Pretty interesting uh, stuff.
1: I like Bioshock's uh, one story, actually, and uh, Infinite. So I, I never did actually play Bioshock 2. Uh so the, I know, in the right hands it could be good especially with a lot of people who don't who've never got around to playing the games uh I think they can have a lot of fun with it. You can go in a couple different directions. The first one is more of a horror suspense. And so I don't know, we'll see. Uh but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but like any any video game property, um I'm not going to expect much.
0: Yeah, it it has the a ch- a chance. I mean, uh, there's a lot that you can do with the the world, the story and the characters there. Uh, but you can easily botch it too. So I'll just have to wait and see. Hey, I lost you on, uh, Oh, really? Yeah. So now you're back. Can you hear me now? Now you're back. Yeah.
1: I don't know. OBS has been doing this weird thing where sometimes, uh, now my recording's dead. My, my recording is showing me as muted. So, okay, for sure. Okay, well, uh, at least the ending I'll have to get from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Well, uh, do you have anything uh, anything left for a single boost this week?
0: Uh, no, not really. I thought I had something a little earlier, but uh, but uh, no, not really. So, um, yeah, that's right. going to be it.
1: Well, uh, that's it for this podcast. Uh, this is, once again, uh, episode 12 of Another Dead Pixel. And uh, we really thank you for sticking around. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you next time.
0: All right, see you. Bye.